It's Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. I'm Stephen Fee, and this is The Pen Pod, a limited-run podcast from Pen America. On today's edition, how science and technology have dictated our lives, scientist and author Anissa Ramirez talks about her book, The Alchemy of Us, and highlights the often unheralded role women and people of color have played in the advancement of science and innovation. Then, into the streets, writers recommend books of protest. I'm Stephen Fee, all that coming up on The Pen Pod. At a time when we can all use a bit more factual information in our lives, scientist and science writer Anissa Ramirez is out this spring with a new book, The Alchemy of Us, How Humans and Matter Transformed One Another. An advocate for STEM education and an educator herself, Ramirez writes about eight inventions and how they've shaped humanity. A self-described science evangelist, Anissa Ramirez joins me now. Hey there. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me here. No, it's such a pleasure. Um, I want to start just talking about our relationship to technology. I mean, obviously, it's evolving so much right now, um, both because of the pandemic of COVID-19, also around the pandemic of police violence, particularly against Black lives uh, in this country. Um, How do you think people might read this book right now? Well, we are certainly in a critical time, and we're learning a lot about the world as we're in this crucible and learning a lot about who this world really works for. Uh, But in my book, The Alchemy of Us, I'm actually looking at how the world works through a lens of technology. And uh, so many of us have been locked up for a long time, and we're losing our sense of time. I would argue that we're going back to the era when our ancestors were alive, and they didn't have clocks as as permeated in their lives as as clocks are for us today. They lived more by nature's cues, the sun, their bodies, to to determine time. So time moves slowly now because we've kind of removed ourselves from the clock. This, these are, this is one of the things I discuss in The Alchemy of Us. I would also say that uh, the desire to connect, which is a human desire, is, been, is, been, is being enabled by technology. Uh, imagine what life would be right now without cell phones and Zoom. So technology is definitely a tool and it's definitely something that's within our social fabric. And these are some of the things that I highlight in, in The Alchemy of Us. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, of all the stories you tell in the book, um, you know, really this 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 text helps expose some of the people who, at least at the time, were unheralded around some of the more noted inventors and inventions, particularly women and, and people of color. And I'm curious, what of the stories that you exposed in this book were most surprising to you? Well, the most important thing that I wrote is in chapter four. It's called Capture, and it's the story of Caroline Hunter. Caroline Hunter was an African-American woman who was a chemist working at Polaroid, and Polaroid was the much-beloved company at the time in the 1970s. They made this wonderful technology called of instant photography. What Caroline, right. what, what Caroline found is that her company was actually selling this, this technology to South Africa, and it was being used to buttress their apartheid system. It ends up that all black South Africans had to carry with them a passbook, which was used to monitor and control their whereabouts. And at the heart of the passbook was a picture made by Polaroid. So this is one of those stories that I never heard about. I love Polaroid. I I had a Polaroid camera at one time. (laughs) Right. But now I'm looking at it and I'm like, ooh, how come we how come I didn't know about this? Yeah. And so I, I hope that when people read The Alchemy of Us, they just gain a new relationship to the technologies that we have, even the ones that we've loved. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the big conversations that is happening, of course, and has been happening, but even more so now, is that, you know, technology is not um, 
bias-free, that, that you know, technology is not neutral, right. um, that, you know, in the end, we bake in, you know, when we talk about AI, when we talk about computer mm-hmm. technology, you know, that we, we bake in so many of our own assumptions uh, and some of the, the things that we can, we, that we replicate in our world. I'm wondering, though, I mean, we're having this kind of break moment. Do you think that there's a moment for that to change? Well, I'm so glad that we're having this analysis of of technology in the future. But what I do in The Alchemy of Us is I look at older technologies of the past and show how they changed us. So people will see how language was shaped by the telegraph and how today's computers are shaping how we think. And I'm hoping that by looking at older technologies, we'll feel more emboldened and more empowered to look at newer technologies. Uh, One of the things I'm pretty excited about right now is photography and you know, the mm-hmm. way that the, the way that we use cell phones, I wasn't too proud as a species about all the selfies. But, right. But what's making me optimistic right now is that cell phone cameras are being used as a tool of social justice by being able to picture, take pictures of brutalities and then being able to transport them through the Internet. We now have a global impact, a global movement that's taking place all because of technology. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I guess that that comes to this point. I mean, you know, I think there was I, I sort of was I was talking to someone who's a, a futurist and a technologist. And I said, well, you know, with all these advances in genetic engineering and, and, and health technologies that were being laid flat by this virus. And I, I wanted to know, you know, from that person's point of view, whether that either increased or decreased um, his level of optimism. I'm curious, has it affected all your feelings about uh, technology. I mean, obviously, in that instance, about this sparking of movement, it sounds like you're you're optimistic. I'm optimistic in parts. Uh, I'm from New <laughs> Jersey. I'm in New. Jer- I'm from New Jersey, and we're not usually optimistic about things. So I'm right. not generally optimistic about technology, but I do think that it can do things that we haven't been able to do. Uh, if we don't learn about the biases in the technologies like artificial intelligence, and if people don't push back, then we are going to go in a direction that I don't think humanity is going to be completely happy with. But I am I am pleased that we're using technology as a way to create movements. And, and since so many things are being put underneath the microscope, I hope that technology too will be put under, underneath the microscope. And that was my intention for writing The Alchemy of Us, to, to put old tech under the microscope and show how it shaped us so that we'll do the same with newer tech. You know, as, as someone who advocates for STEM education, um, you know, do you think that the pandemic in particular and the coronavirus, do you think it will inspire more people to enter into the sciences as a field, particularly women and particularly women of color? Well, it's never been an issue if people will enter in the field of, of, mm. of STEM. It's if we can sustain them. And one of the things that's happening right now with all the up, up, upheaval is that we're actually putting STEM underneath the microscope. And there was just a movement that happened yesterday of uh, shut down STEM, hashtag shut down STEM, where uh, people who are in the sciences were not doing the daily business of the science. And institutions had to also uh, reflect on how they uh, buttress racism. So it was, it was an important day. And I hope that the positive results of this is that uh, some of the barriers that are put in so that people can have uh, you know, fulfilling lives in STEM will happen. So the pipeline will be patched. People who are in academe will have better lives and not have to uh, undergo much of the microaggressions that happen in in that world of academia. So uh, I'm hopeful. I think that uh, this is this time is a time of upheaval, but it's also a time of reflection. And uh, so so I'm looking at it that way. 
And uh, again, STEM is very important, but we also need people to know STEM for more than just having STEM careers. But what we need them to do is be able to think critically. That's what STEM's really about. I actually think that the way we're teaching STEM is not quite the way we need to do it. We need everyone to be a critical thinker. And that was the reason why I wrote my book, The Alchemy of Us, because I was trying to train people to think critically. If you can look at something in the past and feel comfortable about that, then you'll have that muscle to look at things in the future and think critically about them. I'm curious, you know, a, a century from now, um, the Anissa Ramirez of that generation who writes a similar book to Alchemy of Us, what are the technologies you think that that, that person might write about? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, well, it might be things like the cell phone. It might be uh, these the, some of these algorithms, such as driverless cars, um, how they change our perception and our interaction with each other. You know, cars are wonderful things, but uh, there's, they're part of our culture. But if we remove that part of our culture, things are definitely going to shift. So that's a very good question. I haven't given it a tremendous amount of thought, but it may even be technologies that seem very benign to us. But 100 years from now, we're like, wow, that really shaped us. So yeah. um, maybe we'll be alive and uh, we'll be able to <laughs> read that book. Absolutely. And let me just ask, finally, what are you reading right now? Well, I'm thinking a lot about photography. So I'm actually reading On Photography by uh, Susan Sontag. Yeah, it's a great it's a great text. Well, Anissa Ramirez is a scientist and author of the new book, The Alchemy of Us. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. As we laid out in a research report this spring, the right to demonstrate and protest is under threat. So for our reading list this Friday, we asked writers to recommend books that demonstrate the power and importance of speaking out against racism and oppression. We got input from Joy Harjo, Alice Wong, Helen Zia, Leonard Davis, Robin D.G. Kelly, and many others. They recommended texts like The Heartbeat of Wounded Knee, Making All Black Lives Matter, Killers of the Dream, among many others. You can see the whole list at our website, pen.org. And that's our episode for Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. Join us tomorrow for the Pen Pod. You can listen to all our episodes at pen.org. Follow us at Pen America on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Sign up on our website for our daily Dare newsletter. That's where we track major stories about literature, free expression, and the news of the world. I'm Stephen Fee for Pen America. This is the Pen Pod. See you tomorrow.